0: What's up, everyone? This is Skylar Holzman, president of radio at Big Red Sports Network. As part of our partnership with WVBR Sports, we're uploading previously recorded interviews done by WVBR Sports to Big Red Sports Network's new podcast, Bear Tracks. Bear Tracks will be the home of all future Cornell athlete interviews, and we hope you guys enjoy. This interview, hosted by myself, Jake Richards, and Mike Seitz, is with Philip Antonio, a member of Cornell Track and Field.
1: Mike, dude, take this intro. Go for it. Hello, banter audience. Today I'm pleased to announce that we have another interview with a dear friend of mine. We have the track Phenom, the building, jumping extraordinaire, and now a newly minted recording artist with hot singles and albums released on all platforms. We have Philip Antonio. Phillip, how you doing, bro?
2: What's up? I'm good. How are y'all doing? I'm I'm thankful for that praise you just gave me, but I'm really not that good.
3: <laughs> I enjoyed dude, what I listened dude. to. Yeah, dude. I enjoyed the whole album, man.
0: Oh my god, I feel like we gotta get okay. We gotta get right into it. Like, so, all right. So you make you make music, and like, just just take us through the entire thing. Like, take us through the whole <laughs> step, step one. Just, let's Tell us everything. B-B. Start off easy. <laughs> you want to know, yeah. like,
2: how I make the song or, like, how I started making songs?
0: Started making songs, like, Let, Let's yeah. songs
2: go back, like, when did you
1: first, like, fall in love with music and, and when, did you, when did you discover that you had musical talent? I think that's a good start.
2: So this was kind of a uh, long-duration, life-changing story. But I haven't told many people it, but I'll share it with you. Um, it starts freshman year in college. Um, it's January. And I'm on the track team, and I have to come back early for winter break to uh, start practicing early for the season. And my dad drove me to school, and he left me with a book because he wanted to help me out with, like, whatever I wanted to do. It was like a book about chasing your dreams or something. Um, And in the first chapter of the book, it instructed me to – just sit and imagine the coolest thing possible that you could ever do, like what would be your your dream situation in life if you could do anything you wanted to what would that be? imagine it right it's a loaded question I, <laughs> I, I never I'd actually never thought about this before right never ever um, and I just sat there and just instantly a vision like came into my head of me like being a DJ on like a stage in front of a huge crowd of like people going crazy. Um, but at the time I was like, I'd really been into EDM my whole life. So that's how that like DJ part came into play. But so I was like, cool. Like I always wanted to make music. I always thought about it, but I'm just, I'm just going to start like doing it. So I bought this program called FL studio, which is a, uh, like music software, like right after that. Um, And I just started watching YouTube tutorials on how to make, like, EDM songs, simple EDM songs. Um, So throughout the rest of freshman year, I was just practicing little by little, kind of as a side hobby, right? Um, Not really much. That summer, didn't really do much either. But I really started working towards music sophomore year. Um, And that's because I started to make, like, hip-hop Slash trap beats, Um, and I was rooming with one of my teammates at the time, Um, and he heard my beats, and he likes to rap, so we he just rapped on my beat. I bought a microphone. I don't know why. I just like wanted to test stuff out, but I bought a microphone, and he hopped on, um, and just like spit something. It sounded it sounded crazy at the time. (laughs) Holy (laughs) <laughs> That's I, wild. I, I look back on it now, like it sounds terrible, but <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the time it, was, it sounded crazy to us. And now was the first month we got back sophomore year. And the rest of sophomore year, we just like grinded out songs. Um and it really made him a better rapper and me a better producer. Um So that's when I kind of, like, put my most producing hours in, right? Then that summer, after sophomore year, didn't really do much music. I was kind of uninspired. Then junior year, biggest year for me yet. This was a big year for music for me. Um, My friend stopped rapping because he, like, started having other things that he needed to do, like focusing on other goals, right? Um, And I was still making beats. I was like, well, like, what am I going to do, right? I don't got, like, an artist. Um, <laughs> so I just started watching videos of live performances. Um, and I saw a video of Post Malone performing in front of a huge, like, huge crowd, right? Um, it was his Beer Bongs and Bentleys tour. So that was in 2018. Yes. yes. Great album. Um, <laughs> but the feeling, like, I got such a strong like emotion while watching that video because I heard and saw the crowd like chanting the songs that he created. And it was just such a high-energy environment, right? And it just appealed to me so much. I was like, at that moment, I was like, okay, I think this is what I want to do. Um, so from then on, I started learning how to sing. Because like, I didn't really know how. I was like, I gotta just, like, practice, like, every day. I didn't practice every day at first, but it was more like maybe three times a week, four times a week, just learning the basics on YouTube for the first, like, fall fall semester. Um, and throughout that time, I was just practicing singing, trying to, like, learn how, and also getting better at beats. Then come spring semester, January, I kind of, like, felt like I was – at that point where I could start recording with my voice, I was like, all right, like I'm good enough where I, like I can let other people hear on a track. So I recorded my first song that I released called Never Know. And that was early February. Um like I thought it was like so sick at the time when I first dude.
0: That's
1: awesome. That's dope. But you also had another single, if I remember correctly, I was listening to Lately, and I was a really big fan of that. And that was also around the same time, or no?
2: That was a month, February. Yeah, that was roughly a month after Never Know. So that, I feel like when I made Lately, I progressed much further than Never Know, in both beats and voice, like for myself at least. And then I came home, like right after I made Lately, because of coronavirus. Um, And I just like took like two weeks off doing no music at all just listening to music just like I wasn't inspired um but like a switch just came um and I started like researching marketing um how to like get myself out there so I started posting videos like on Instagram um showing myself making beats and then doing like a hook on them um and maybe that was like four five weeks ago And I started kind of making an album, like, three weeks ago, um, which I just released yesterday. And, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, like, where I'm at now. I feel like I improved a lot since my first release to my album I just made. But, yeah, it goes way back to freshman year when I started. That's where it was.
3: That is loaded. I know I say this a lot, but, like, can we get movie rights? That's an awesome story.
0: <laughs> that's sick. That's so cool. Wait but a second. Dude.
2: I'll tell you, like, what's next. Um, all right, so I'll tell you um, my process is visualization, and I started, that's what I started visualizing the concert of Post Malone. I started visualizing it every day. Um, I still visualize, but now I do more. I visualize Travis Scott because he has crazy-ass concerts, and he's a hype man. Um, <laughs> but my next, I'm continuing to visualize and work and find what I need to do next um, and this summer I'm going to Atlanta um, oh nice people there I'm planning on doing a, v- a music video soon in Atlanta um, and I hope to collab with artists there and start performing there and just see what happens after that I'm That's just going to be like, great on Yes,
1: sir. I was thinking, you wow. you about visualizing big crowds. I was thinking almost, uh, I'm pretty sure you were there on slope day last year with Steve Aoki. Yes, I mean, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that must have been big Crowd time
0: team. for you. That's <laughs> got to be big time, right? Like, Steve Aoki's got to be, like, huge motivation. <laughs> so I mean, that, that was insane. Also, yeah, EDM guy. Yeah. yeah.
2: Steve Aoki's crazy. I mean, like, my favorite EDM person, honestly, is his name is Jaws. He's Jaws, Calvin Harris, Tiesto. Those are my biggest dudes that I listen to. And they have crazy cl- crowds. Like, I like I like the kind of EDM that a lot of people don't like, which is, like, just hard-knocking EDM that, like, doesn't have words. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I
0: mean, like, like last year at slow Day, I mean, like, I don't know, I saw people, like, getting concussed and stuff, like, you know, getting trampled. <laughs> yeah. And that's – I'm assuming, that that, like, <laughs> those are kinds of faces. crowds. Those are the kinds of crowds that you're looking for, right? <laughs> like, you, you – like.
2: Mosh pits. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Long over and shit.
0: the more I mean the more dangerous the crowd is I mean like I clearly the more hype your music is you know what I mean
2: high energy right um I love yeah. high energy like with music with crowds everything I love like the high energy of it um but yeah like like with the beats like the beats I make um are more like trap-ish beats um and I try to make them like my, my word is hard, which means, like, high energy. But I try to make them, like, all kind of have a good energy, you know?
3: Yeah, That's, I mean, actually, I, <laughs> I'm literally, like, picturing right now. Imagine if Philip was the guy that we got for slope day. I would lose my mind. That would be so hype. You come back
0: and do slope day for us and, like, I mean, I won't be – I'll pull up. I won't be a student there, hopefully, unless I fail everything. From here on out, <laughs> <laughs> like would you do slow tech Cornell right like fifteen Dude. years or ten oh, years yeah.
2: or slow tech? Oh, <laughs>
0: or you could just you could maybe like I don't know open for somebody next year. That would be
2: yeah, wild. I mean, like I don't care like which part I do of a concert. I just want to like have fun with it and like give people a good time. Like I haven't performed yet, but I'm I'm like so excited to like perform. I've been, like, studying it for a while. And I know, like, when you study something, it's not the same as actually doing it. So, I'm just going to have to jump in there and, like, go, like, f- around and be hype and see what happens, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, no <laughs> doubt. Wait. So, you – so, you so – you, um, so this is connected. You long jump, right? I do. So, like, I, like, what I've seen a lot of, like, long jumpers do is, like, they'll, like, clap before – you know, they clap before um, they run up and jump, like, to get the crowd kind of fired up. Do you do that as well? Is that like part of your motivation?
2: Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Um, and I'll tell you like a little story about that freshman year. So I actually have been injured in track a lot the past two years. Freshman year, like I had my best season because I was healthy the whole season. Um, and we have a championship meet called Heps, like the heptagonal. Yeah, I, which
3: was the indoor one was hosted at Barton this year. That was that was a really cool meet. That's
2: lit. Um, But freshman year, spring, it was at University of Pennsylvania. Um, a shit ton of Cornell people pulled up, were in the stands for long jump. Long jump was the first event. And I felt the most hype, like, from any sport I've ever felt during those moments. Because people were just screaming. And I could, like, feel the roaring in the in the stands. Um, And just gave me so much energy. And I PR'd by a lot um and
3: is that when you jumped like 23 6 or something like that i was looking over at your results or 23 i think you broke 23
2: freshman year right yeah it's 23 something um and that whole year i I didn't jump 23 i was having a rough time and then just that energy that got me there just like that
3: which by the way long jumping 23 feet that is some next level oh my god
2: all right, yeah. <laughs> big time. Yeah, this
3: is kind of big time. <laughs> right.
1: Listen, Phillip, for those of you who don't know, as a freshman again, when he was healthy, he he had seven top ten finishes during the indoor season. So this guy, you know, is is, is for real. He's a real yeah, dude. don't mess
3: with him on the concert stage, and don't mess with him. In the long jump pits, either man.
2: Oh, long jump in the monster, bro. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> while, while
1: we're on the topic of, of athletics, I actually uh, wanted to ask you more about you know your roots and track. I know we spoke about your roots and music, but going more back to the athletics side of things now, in terms of like how you got started.
2: Uh... Definitely, man. Um, let me let me think for a second. Okay. So, I actually didn't start track. Until freshman year in high school before that point um I just did soccer um, and I always wanted to try football, so in high school, I switched from soccer to football and track right um and that was that was a crazy good time like I had such a good time in sports in high school um I played a um outside linebacker in football, and I just I had a great time like with my teammates playing football. Um track. I actually didn't like track in high school.
1: Um, <laughs> um I bet it was because of the teammates, you know, partially we'll just give a shout out to Billy Powers, you know.
2: <laughs> Billy Powers was one of the people who made it great. Um shout out to Billy. He's a great guy and he's a sick athlete. We love you, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I don't I didn't really like running, right? Um which you kind of track. So <laughs> I didn't do any of the running events, um, and I was like, "What can I do that's not running?" <laughs> <laughs> so I started doing long jump uh, freshman year, and my first meet, I jumped like 20 feet, two or something. I was a freshman, and my, oh coach, my, God. my coach was really impressed. And I didn't really know like if it was good or not. But, she, like, she had me do long jump from then on, and I was fine with it, because I just didn't want to, like, I want to run. <laughs> really? I'll, I'll say, once, I do, like, the 100 meter, like, I like the short sprints. Like, oh, yeah. Got the acceleration. <laughs> I, I mean, the you,
0: picked, you, you picked the event with basically, like, the second lowest amount of running behind, like, high jump. Yes. Basically.
2: <laughs> which is, like, exactly.
0: <laughs> kind of genius.
2: And I didn't have like good enough hops at the time to like do high jump. It just was like I, I wasn't feeling high jump. I tried a couple times. Long jump, just like I got it. Like it, it was just like easier for me than the other events, you know. So I just stuck with it. I actually started loving long jump after I started doing it. And I worked like pretty hard at it in high school, um, and I got much like I improved from like 20 to like almost 23 in high school. And then I got recruited um by Cornell um and I took a visit and met all the dudes and the the team like is such a great family it's crazy like how great the dudes are on the Cornell track team it's like a big family and that's why that's why I went to Cornell is because the the family of the track team more than anything um yeah so
0: like long long jumping is like also I mean I long jump a bit in uh in high school um and it's like notoriously like one of the chillest events like at least in my experience because like you're not really you're just like i mean i feel like you're just chilling out right you're sitting down and then you have five (laughs) seconds of movement and then you sit down for like an hour and you you know you
2: know what i mean
3: (laughs) 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 it's chill (laughs) and then when you go to your big meets you clap and the crowd is roaring in your face and it's awesome that's in both worlds right there
2: exactly And like jumps, you're right, you can just sit down and chill, like talk to your competitors. Like, I feel like your competitors in jumping events aren't as much competitors as in running events because you can like sit down and chill and talk (laughs) and just talk about your problems. Um, Yeah.
0: I I remember, I remember, like, no, because I think, um, because, I also, I also ran a bit, and I also know Jake. Jake ran a bit, and like when I, I did, did long least...
3: jump in one meet before, and I faulted all three times, and my coach said, "I don't want you long jumping anymore."
2: that's the worst. I mean, you know, that's my like, long jump
3: experience. <laughs> you
2: no, know, because like when you get on the when you get on the starting
0: line with with running, like the way you would make friends kind of is like you just turn to the person next to you and be like, "Man, doesn't this suck?" Like I hate this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And,
1: then,
0: and then they'd be like, Oh yeah, no, like I don't want to be here right now. And then you'd be like, Oh cool. So like now we're friends, you know what I mean? But then yeah. you get the long
2: <laughs> another friend. Right.
0: But then you're like you get the you get the long jump and you're like you're like what's up? Like I'm, there's nothing was going my on.
3: Album, bro? Like... <laughs> yeah.
0: No, you could you can play your entire album in between like jumps, you know what I mean? Like that's gonna be your plug. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I always
2: listen to this one song before I jump, um, I don't know if you know it, but do you know Sheck West?
0: (laughs) Yes. Mo Bamba Sheck
2: West. (laughs) I heard a song he has called Live Sheck West, um, and that's one of the hypest songs I've ever heard in my life, um, but it's just him screaming, Live Sheck West, bitch I die Sheck West. (laughs) (laughs) They're just a baseline of heavy eight oh eights, and it just like it hits me every time. I listen to it when I work out too, just to like pump me up. But yeah, I recommend that song if you want to get hype. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude. I mean, do you like? See, I mean, obviously you put. To, I'm sure you put together like a like a hype playlist. Uh, probably yeah, definitely cool. for yourself, right? Like, do you? Wait, do you? Do you DJ? Do you auction your team too?
2: Um, it like switches out. One of my friends. My friend that uh, was a rapper, actually, he's usually the Oxman. Um, I'll tell you a secret. He steals music from me. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: feel like a Pharrell with Blurred line situation going on.
2: <laughs> he has, he plays hype music, too. Like, honestly, we have a – on the track team, all they play is just, like, hype music. Just, like, heavy, like, 808 trap. <laughs> It's pretty much the vibe.
3: Yeah, that works.
2: Got to get that blood
3: pumping, man.
2: Yeah,
3: bro. Oh, my God. So, I mean, speaking about, like, your experiences with track and stuff, uh, like, you got to compete in this year's HEPS meet and pretty much finished out the indoor season, but then outdoor got canceled. And talk to me about, like, what happened when everything got canceled and like what this means for you and your teammates and uh like going forward what do you what do you think would happen
2: so it was pretty unfortunate what happened for the team um mostly for like the older guys like the seniors all my boys that like had one more season to prove themselves you know shout out to all of them like they they worked so hard like all through the fall all through the winter for indoor and outdoor um, they didn't get the opportunity to perform in outdoor, so props to them for all that hard work. Um, and that was the worst part about it like, having to say goodbye to like the seniors early. Like, it wasn't expected. Like, they don't get all, to do all the stuff that all the seniors usually get to do at the end of the year. Um, for myself, like, honestly, I like got injured at the beginning of indoor this season, which kind of sucked. And I was just getting back to healthy, like I competed at HEPs, like kind of injured, which wasn't that fun, but I got to <laughs> it. Um, oh, but I was about to get like healthy for outdoor, so I was hyped to, to like compete outside. Um, but when the when the time came and all the announcements came that everything was canceled, like I I was like upset like at first, but like I pretty quickly turned it around for like my own mental state. Um, because I just told myself this is an opportunity for you to get ahead in your music like, yeah and you're
3: going to Atlanta holy cow that's that's amazing like you turned like something that is still bumming me out personally and you're like you know what I'm gonna take my music and I'm gonna travel and meet like new recording studios like that's amazing
2: thank you I appreciate that but yeah that's, that was that was my goal like when it happened just to hunker down and just like practice like, get better at the things that I was lacking in, Um, get better at beats, get better at the the little things with singing, so I'm just always trying to, like, grow, Um, and as long as I just keep growing, like, I feel like I, myself, is, like, successful for myself, you know, so I'm happy, like, doing it.
1: And and also, like, you know, the the season cancellation, it gives you time to work on on your body, uh, staying healthy. I know, you know, we're talking about you struggling with injuries in the past, and Now, you know, to what extent do you think that the music and and the athletic training feeds off one another because I know we were talking a lot before about the energy that it brings and the hypeness, but has that you know been something that you've seen in quarantine when you had this time on your hands now to, to work out more and focus on your music more
2: definitely um I'll tell you a funny story um, my dad so usually me and my dad my dad is a retired marine um And he works as a Marine Corps JROTC instructor at a high school nearby here. Um, And usually what we do is we work out at his gym at the school. But the school got shut down when I got home. So there's nowhere to work out. And we're pretty bummed out. But my dad suggested that we build our own rack out of wood. I was like, "What? Like, yeah, that's, that's that would have been
3: my reaction. <laughs> I was like, like, yeah, but that's funny. Like, what's the next <laughs>
2: idea?" Yeah. So we just went to the Home Depot and there's nobody there because it was quarantine. And we bought a bunch of wood. Um, we came back and he just like showed me how to build a rack, and we built a rack and put it in the garage. And that was like two weeks. It took us like a week and a half maybe to build that. And from then on, we just like kept on lifting. And, but yeah, that was that was fun as hell. And what? since we did that, I've been able to get a lot stronger. Um, fix on the things that I'm weak at. Like since I hurt my my leg this year, I hurt my hamstring. Like my I kind of lost some muscle in my legs, lost some strength. So I was trying to get that back, and I feel like I've gotten it back. So I'm really happy about that. What
0: exactly did you build? Because like I'm picturing like <laughs> I'm I'm picturing I'm picturing like Like free weights, like five to fifty, like a bench press and a bench probably, and like a rack for the weights. Like, am I am I like off? I'll try to describe
2: it in detail for you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine, okay, a big. So think of a rack just in any gym that you can put up a weight above you for like doing like military press. Um, and also that has a lower handle for a bar to do bench and also it's like a three-dimensional box so you can step inside the rack and there's another hook inside that you can use for squats Um, and there's also a bar to protect you if you fall while you're doing squats Um, and there's also a bar at the top to hang the the barbell on to do pull-ups so it's like a a universal rack, and then my dad uh, actually bought a just a normal bench. So we didn't make a bench out of wood. <laughs> we had to buy that. But everything else was like, and then uh, we took some weights from the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a technique. It was like your gym. Might as well take yeah. you with those weights. It's your you're gonna
3: use them. How
1: long did this take? Like Philip, I know you're a pretty quick guy. I mean, you know, if you listen to this conversation, this guy made an album basically in a month. I mean, he's pretty efficient. I mean, this guy. He's improving uh, month to month. He's making an album in no time, and now he's building a universal gym. I mean, (laughs) man!
0: Oh my god!
2: We also built a a deck in the back of our yard. Um, So this house that we live in now, it's kind of it's it's, it is new because I used to live in New Hampshire, and my dad switched jobs last summer, so we moved to Georgia, Um, and the back of the yard was complete forest um and then there's a marsh behind the forest so while I was at school my family just cleared out the forest I don't know how they did that but it was just like weird <laughs> um
0: it was probably your dad because he sounds yeah. like you do pretty much anything
2: <laughs> <laughs> like he cleared a forest probably with like an axe or something <laughs> just out there with a hatchet yeah. two days later oh the forest God. is gone <laughs> So when I got home, my dad's like, yeah, we're building a deck in the backyard. And I was like, what? <laughs> All right. So he, he bought a bunch of wood at Home Depot, uh, showed me like a, a plan, like a drawing. Um, and we just like went to work. And at first I had no idea like what we were doing because he was just having me do random things like leveling out, shit, putting wood in random places. And I was like, what is this going to look like? <laughs> Eventually as we kept going, uh, it just like started taking shape and we finished after like three weeks. And yeah, that was one of the projects of quarantine. That was fun as hell.
3: So on top of being a student athlete, an Ivy League student athlete, an artist, you're also like an expert contractor over here, like.
1: He's a handyman.
2: Man. Carpenter <laughs> yo, over here, this yo, is crazy. Yo, most of us. What sports, can't you do, man? Most not us... mastermind. <laughs> oh Dude, did I you know some... that? <laughs>
0: like, but when most of us buy wood? Like, what, when I buy wood, what I do with it is I set it on fire in my fireplace, and you build,
1: like, real things, and I burn things. So, I'm pretty impressed. So, we're basically saying, can can you build us an office for Big Red
2: Banter? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's start the project now, right away. Uh, oh, my beautiful. God. You can put it lift inside
3: <laughs> we'll draw drop some plans we'll send them your way
1: Give me a blueprint man yeah wow that's original album uh album in the blueprint i don't know any but any rapper who's used that actually i don't know you could probably use that in your next step you can't Point, you can't this uh, album is
0: his, the album's origin oh, yeah. that's the
1: Sorry. same Sorry. thing Sorry. kind of
0: origin <laughs> and blueprint's the same idea <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I mean wait well actually uh last question for me like what uh, going back to music, what was the inspiration for the name Origin? Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> I was just, uh, so when I was making the cover for the album, I was like on YouTube. I just like download Photoshop for free. Don't tell anybody that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just saw a video that showed, it was like a sick cover. I was like, oh, I want to make that. So I just followed the instructions and built the cover on Photoshop. Um, and there was a place for, like, the name in the video where he had the name of the album, and I just, like, wrote Origin, and it didn't mean anything. <laughs> I just wrote Origin, and, <laughs> like, it just happened to mean something because, like, it's my first album and all my, like, first work. I was like, well, I like work, so I'm not going to mention This is my origin story?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that uh, that checks out. That's pretty profound, so... <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Sweet. Um, yeah, I actually. Oh, I have. One, I actually have one, one other question. Um, I was just thinking about this earlier. I don't know what's popping my head. Have you seen the show Dave?
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: it's, <lit. laughs> it's such a good show. I was like, I was like, I feel like, I feel like anyone would have seen that show. too because it's like, it's it, like for anyone who's never seen it, it's about this dude um, named oh, Little Dickie, who looks a lot Tyler, like Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's un, uncanny most some would say, a few would say. Um I would say.
3: Um
0: uh, <laughs> but um but yeah, he's he's just like he's he's an actual he's just, he's a rapper now turned comedian. Um and uh I don't know, it's just about like him making the music and stuff. So it's a it was a it's a cool show. I don't know. It's also one of the perks of having Hulu, which yeah. is an underrated network
2: yeah.
0: in my opinion. Oh,
2: sorry about um one of my uh family friends came to visit like a month ago um and he heard, like, my song Lately. And he knew someone in the music industry was his friend. So, he like, sent it to him. And then he sent me an email to do from the music industry. And he's not, like, active in it anymore. But he just gave me some advice um, on, like, based on my song and, like, what to do for marketing. And just in his email, like, he said, make sure you watch Dave. <laughs> and that's why I started watching it. Um, <laughs> He oh, go man. has that, has that been like
3: your quarantine show now i mean it's it's also like business related now because
2: you had, you had, it's about his come up right um i don't know how factual it is but it's pretty funny and i, I guess it's kind of it's kind of factual and it's hilarious so that's enough for me to watch it <laughs> <laughs> that's, <it's> about.
0: <laughs> that's wild dude that's that's some crazy stuff man um but, yeah, like, if you're, I don't know, if you're listening to this right now, please go check out the album, Origin, on where, can you get it, like, everywhere?
2: Yeah, it's on all the yeah, stream- I
1: need you out for a couple minutes.
2: Oh, on- <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, say it again. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's on all the streaming services, like, like, iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, all that stuff, and it's on YouTube, and it's on SoundCloud. So, yeah. If you're watching this, shout out to these interviews. They're doing a great job. Fantastic questions. Um, so oh much,
3: bro.
1: Hey, thank thank you, bro. You're, you're the star of the show, dude, man. Dude, it means yeah, a lot. Thank Drop you so much for being
3: here, man. This is the highlight of my week. I got to listen to a new album, and I got to like talk to the artist behind it. Get to hear his amazing story, by the way. So, yeah, I had a lot of fun with this. So, drop the handle. Drop, 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 the handle. The handles,
1: drop the handle. We know the album is origin. It's it's Philip with two L's, Antonio. And what about the social media handles?
2: How do I drop that? Oh, chat? oh just, just say it, just say it. You just say it. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll tag you
1: anyway. We'll tag you
0: anyway. At,
2: at, at Philip Instagram, right? So it's at Sign P H I L underscore underscore. That's two underscores. And L I P. That's my Instagram handle. So Go look at my profile, suit I got going on. If you like it, hit me with a follow. You know, uh, we're all, we're only going up from here. You know, <laughs> catch me at my concert. We're gonna go, gonna go crazy, gonna riot. Um, <laughs> oh yeah,
0: <laughs> we'll uh, we'll hit up uh
1: slope. Uh, the Slope Organizing
0: Committee. Yeah, whatever. like see the if Slope Day can...
3: Programming Board. We'll be sure to so get some stuff name, going.
1: We'll see you on stage. We'll be your on-stage performers and Yeah, <laughs>
3: We'll be your ushers. <laughs> I got that's, you the one,
1: that's the one condition. We have
0: to introduce you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's big time, dude. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate this.
2: you, guys. Thank you so much. and hope you have a wonderful day. You know, say, stay real, keep it to yourself, you know. Let's go. Thanks, <laughs> to everyone. Okay, <laughs> philosophy, man. We'll be listening
1: to the album some more and looking forward to all the, uh, the new stuff that you'll be dropping shortly, probably. So
3: all the best. Yes, sir. All right. Have fun in Atlanta, my guy. That's going to be such a cool experience.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm excited for the uncertainty. And everything that
3: comes with it, we'll <laughs> see you all right, man.
2: We'll <laughs> see you later, sure. dude.
3: All right, later, bro. Thank
0: you guys very much for listening to the interview. If you guys want to check out more content from Big Red Sports Network, you can find him at bigredsportsnetwork.org, or you can find him on Instagram and Twitter at CornellBRSN.